I'm Kelsey. And I'm Jordan. Welcome to The Same More Show, a safe space where you'll walk away feeling empowered, inspired, and curious. This is a show where we have real, raw, honest conversations to help you deepen your relationships, own your life, and create magic in the mundane. Every Thursday, join me and Jordan Nolan, life coaches, entrepreneurs, partners, adventure junkies, and avid freedom seekers. If you're tired of not speaking your truth, ready to explore your internal world and reconnect to your best self, we've got you. We are here to remind you that your words, your existence, and your life matters. So what what are you you not saying? Hello, it's us, your favorite duo on the block and your favorite podcast on the block in case you forgot. We are back (laughs) with a grandioso episode all around manifestation and stepping into your dreams and talking a little bit of a different angle to this, um, especially with something going on in our life and what we've manifested and how we've done it. And that way, maybe it inspires or empowers you to do the same thing. So Let's get right into it. But as always, Jordan Alexis Nolan, kick it off. With a little pulse check, check. Here we go. How did you say more, be more, or do more this last week? Um, so pause, check in with yourself. How did you? How did I you? know for me personally, I did more. But I did more of the shit that I have been not wanting to do or putting off, I guess you could say. Just like the tedious stuff in business and in life, um, some hard conversations with people that I was not necessarily wanting to have, um, and letting go of some things that maybe I was holding on to for the wrong reasons. So I'm really proud of myself for doing more of the shit that just generally normally drains me. I am feeling a little low this week since the full moon, but I know that doing this hard shit, um, always pays off. Every time I do this, there's an energetic, I call it like an energetic explosion after this like letting go period or like doing the hard things. Mm. Um, There's always this like beautiful slingshot, like one of my mentors, she's got like a slingshot period. Like imagine being pulled back is what it's kind of feeling like right now. Mm. And I know I'm getting ready to be like shot forward into something else. And I'm very excited. You're going to be on the catapult. I am. You are on it. I'm on it. It's swinging back. It's like, hey, it's friction though. Yep. You're about to yep. blast off. Today's the last day of friction. <laughs> How did you say more, be more, do more? Kelsey Jane Flanagan. Yes. I also was on the do more train. Um, so I've been toot tooting and do doing <laughs> just like you. But um, I've been doing more of the things that like light me up more intentionally. And I think just consistency with that. I know I, I probably spoke on that the last episode. Um, and how that's trickled into my life has pretty been has pretty been has been pretty um incredible Uh, energetic wise what I've been holding I'm also feeling a little like lower on the energy scale today um but we are here and we're showing up so let this be permission do more of the shit that you avoid or do more of the shit that lights you up and go see how your life changes Mm, so good enough said we could just end it right there but that's the quickie (laughs) we won't (laughs) um So the power of manifesting, that is really what we're diving into today. And if you have followed us for a while, you will know, I think sometimes the way that manifestation is talked about is kind of woo-woo and bullshit, or people just use manifestation, but don't take action. I think it has to be paired with action. Um, But we're going to talk a little bit about manifestation today because we do do it, but I think that we take a little bit different approach 
than most spiritual mentors would maybe mm-hmm. tell you. Okay. Uh, I want to start out that we've, what we've manifested recently. Yes. Okay. Spit it out. Well, we're going to San Diego. I was going to say Sedona. We are going there as well. We're going to San Diego and we're living by coastal for about two and a half months. Um, we still have our home here in Texas, but we are taking the things that are important to us and going uh, to live in some Airbnbs for the time being. And this was something that we spoke on probably about three years ago when we left San Diego, which is the place that we met. Um, obviously Jordan came from Ohio and came from Texas. That was our meeting spot. That was our love spot. That was where it happened. And we're (laughs) going back there where all the magic unfolded, but we're going back there. And we've said that that is something that we're going to do, um, in the future. And I think that we've taken actionable steps and I think we should break those down. Um, and also a few things along the way that how, if we would have known all the unknowns, um, not that we wouldn't have done it, but it maybe would have scared us a little bit more. And then logistically, we had a lot of, oh, this needs to happen for this to happen. And this, I would, we would love if this happened to make this a little bit easier. And it all has worked out. Mm-hmm. So how has that worked so out for us? I'm going to rewind a little bit because this has been such a journey. Um, and both of ours started out differently. California showed up differently in Kelsey's life and in mine, which is just kind of funny. But I flew to California for the very first time when I was 18 years old. And I remember the minute that the plane touched down and I saw the palm trees and like the LAX sign. And like, now (laughs) I don't love LA at all anymore, but I do love visiting there and I love San Diego. So just going to California for the first time though, and like the palm trees and the weather. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like I was just mesmerized. And that first time that I left California, I just sobbed. I was like, it was like a piece of my heart was left there that I like couldn't quite explain. And I kept coming back year after year, whether it was by myself or visiting my cousin or whatever that looked like. Um, and I just kept saying like, I know I'm meant to live here. And there were so many different facets and like route, um, roads that I took that I thought was going to have me there. Like at one point I literally thought I was going to live in freaking Chinatown and like this shithole apartment when I was 21 years old or 20 years old. Um, that obviously didn't end up painting out, but it's just funny. All my stories of like, I'm going to be in California. I'm going to be in California. Like I just kept saying it, even though I didn't know what it was going to look like. And it wasn't actually like permanent or happening yet. And Kels, like, when did you first go to California? Um, was that with your mom when you first went? Yes. Because you were going to get a, like a van there and you were going to do van life there. Well, that was before then. That was so in 2000 and I graduated 2015. I, me and my mom went to Venice because after college, I said I was moving to California and I was going to get a fashion merchandising job there and eventually then work at Nordstrom and like be in basically Pacific Northwest. And then I visited California and Venice and that was the moment that I decided Venice wasn't for me, but I still felt that like the California lifestyle was very suiting for me. Um, I, I always was a place of like, oh, I could live here or I would, I would like to, and then I, yeah, I sold everything in 2020, like the end of 2019, 2020. 
And that's when I moved into the RV. But the RV that I was going to get originally, it was a schoolie. And that was in Santa Monica. And I was going to drive out to Santa Monica and then drive the schoolie back. But mm-hmm. uh, my family was like, don't get a schoolie. And it was right. I shouldn't have got a schoolie. Yeah, those break down a lot. Yeah. So meanwhile, as this is happening with Kels, I'm still in the process of thinking I'm going to go to California. So I sold all my shit to move to Arizona because my logic was like, oh shit, it's only five hours from the beach. I'll at least get a drive there every day. Like I can't afford California yet, but it's one step closer. And then I got there and of course that nudge didn't go away. California still kept calling. So I sold all of my shit again, got in an RV and that's where I kind of traveled around. Kels was traveling around and we both landed in San Diego. We spent an entire year there together. And during this time, oh my gosh, like my soul, my heart, like everything was just lit up and on fire. Like I was telling someone the other day, like the pace at which we live was so different when we lived there. So anyways, that's kind of what our journey looked like to leading up to California. And when we left there to move to Denver, I literally felt like my heart was ripped out of my chest. But like I knew we were being called to something different, but I still felt like we'd always end back back up in California in some way, shape, or form. And so recently, I don't know if you remember this, Kels, but leading up to the Fast Track to Freedom Retreat that um, that we just did in a yurt in Texas, I went there and I was like, hey, maybe we're meant to live in a tiny home or have like a property of tiny homes in California. And I was on that kick for a while and came home and that's what prompted this whole vision that has now started to unfold of that we were going to live by coastal, that we want property in three places. We don't have property yet in California, but until then we were going to run it. And so I, but I've said this over and over again, and Kelsey said this for the last three years, we told people that we're by coastal. We told people that we're going by coastal. We literally, so the nugget here is we talked as if it was already happening and in the works and the ball was rolling because the truth is the universe was conspiring. God was looking out for us. There's a plan bigger than what we can see. And like Kel said, there were all these unknowns that we didn't know about. But the one thing that we did have was the willpower that we were going to like make it happen. But we were flexible about what that looked like. Because if you would have just asked us a year ago, we almost literally bought another RV because I was going to bring an RV to live in half Mm -hmm. the year in California and half the year here in Texas which Mm -hmm. did not pan out because we were meant to have deeper roots. And I believe we were meant to have some property in both places. Um, So it's just really freaking cool how the power of manifesting of going back to like talking as if it's already happening, talking as if it's there. I have it on my vision board and my phone. I have it like our entire apartment is ocean themed. We have our San Diego pictures from local artists on the wall. Uh, the only pictures actually in our apartment, did you realize this, love? All of the pictures are literally just yeah. of us in San Diego. Nowhere else. Nothing else. It's also interesting, too, is like we, no matter, like I love that we speak it out and that we it becomes our reality eventually. But I will say, too, is we make also choices that perhaps may seem like not backward steps, but I know for us is when we moved to Texas, one of the biggest goals was we're for us to be able to travel more and to be a little bit more free in areas of basically like going to California or going here or going there. And at first for me, it felt like I I was making like a backwards move, but it was actually a move forward. It just looked differently. 
So oh, always knowing that like, sometimes you may feel it's like retracting, but it, again, it's like that, bu- it's like, that catapult. It's literally, it's literally ca- that slingshot. It's like, okay, let me take a step back because now obviously we just like feel more grounded here. Like we've had a routine, like the, obviously money is differently living in Texas. Like so many different things have allowed us because we really evaluated like what is important for us to have the life that we want, not get so caught up in the fast fixes because you're going to get there a lot faster if you go in the direction versus worrying about your speed. Oh my gosh, that's so true. It's so funny because you could look back and be like, and I've done this before when I've had moments of like, damn, like we we failed. We like left California. Like it feels like you said, like we were going backwards, but in reality, we just took a step back and zoomed out and we've been able to hit financial goals and all sorts of other goals to just put like, like you said, there's such a peace of mind and there's no chaos here that we're able to quiet the noise enough that it's so clear what we want. And it's like, we really can have it all. That's kind of the new mantra I've almost taken on is Mm -hmm. it's like growing up, um, or just from different people throughout the years, I've been told like that you can't have it all or that you want too much. And it's like, that's actually not fucking true. So if anyone's ever told you that, it's not your story. Like I, I left that story behind for me. Like you really can have it all. It might need to look different. You might need to take a step back and zoom out and see where you can shift, but you truly can have mm. it all. And I mark my words right now, I'm manifesting this. Tell we us. are going to have three different properties in the wild, which is going to be in the mountains, hence our retreats. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's any coincidence that our retreat names are end of the wild, end of the flow, end of the vortex, because I think we're going to have houses in the desert, in the mountains, and by the ocean. Amen to that. And I'm very excited. And y'all can rent <laughs> from us someday. And that, when that all comes to life when we have them on Airbnb. Yes. Um, but for now, I just really wanting to remind you guys um, how powerful your words are, how powerful your tiny choices are. Kelsey and I always ask each other, like, is this supporting the life that we want? Is this supporting the type of woman we want to be? We even ask our retreat girls a lot of the times, like, is this a lateral step? Like, are you just doing something to feel like you're moving the needle forward or are you actually moving the needle forward? And sometimes that can be hard to analyze on your own and you may want support Mm -hmm. because maybe something that you think is a lateral step is actually a step forward or vice versa. Mm -hmm. I think too is really getting clear on for you, maybe, I think we get, it's interesting. I feel like we, we complicate things. So when you don't feel like you're making steps forward, you just like like to shake shit up. And like creating more chaos. Yes. Unnecessary chaos. Yes. And really asking yourself, like, you don't have to do busy work to feel like you're moving forward. Yes. Like, like it needs to be intentional and, work. Yes, not exactly. Like work. an intentional, intentional actions, intentional thoughts, or like really truly meaning or desiring the the things that you're wanting be, and, and not doing it from a place of like you should be doing it or it's like, you should already be there. So I'm going to act like that I'm doing it and I'm just going to, you know, make it seem like I'm getting there when maybe that's, those are the steps that are actually distracting you. So just being aware of that part of you that wants to create a little bit of chaos to think that you're actually making, it's like the false movement um, cause our life has actually been pretty like still recently, but oh my we've, gosh, yeah. we've made lots of big changes, but they've been a little more subtle which I think for some people's nervous systems can feel like too chill. Mm-hmm. So just being aware of that as you're manifesting is sometimes the, the in-between feels odd. 
And that's really, it's really important to do breath work and meditation and walking and nature and reconnecting to your why and like having that as your willpower. I love that you just said that because that's where I think that the way we view manifesting is different is I don't believe that there's power in just manifesting. I believe manifesting needs to be powered with all of the things Kels just named because that is when everything starts to like plant the seed. Mm -hmm. We talk about this sometimes at retreats like the pathway to manifestation actually starts at your crown chakra at the very top of your head and travels through all of your chakras and then actually gets to your root last. So when it gets to your root chakra, which is located at the base of your spine, that's when it roots into the ground and become like turns into um, like reality. But if any of your chakras are blocked, if you're not speaking up, if you're not trusting your intuition, if you're letting things be chaotic, if you aren't taking care of your nervous system, all these things can create blocks. So then the manifestation is close to coming to life or feels like it's almost at reality. But if you've ever felt like, damn, like why isn't the vision fully coming to life? Oftentimes it's just because there's a kink in the system, um, that just needs a little bit more tended to. And that can usually be worked out through fully taking care of you and your internal world, um, not just focusing on, you know, I am statements and manifesting in the mirror. Yeah, not just putting it out in the universe, waiting for the timing to hit you in the nose. Yeah, like it, it, does, it, it doesn't so... work like that. There's no perfect timing. You don't just wait for the yes. Like you intentionally live Create while it. you wait for the nudges you're still, yeah, like you're creating it. Like you're, um, actually I forget who said this, but you're literally co-creating with God or co-creating with the universe. It's not just, um, you you showing up and doing the work and it's not just the universe showing up and doing the work. And I've seen people on both ends of the spectrum. Where can you find that middle beautiful ground that it's actually this beautiful, um, flow that y'all do together. So good. I love this. Anything else we want to dive into? I feel like that's like nuggets on speak it into existence. Really look at where your choices are, making sure that they're, you know, if they are quote unquote feeling backwards, really assessing that. And then also power of chakras and clearing to make sure that your channels are all clear and don't create chaos in the process. Yes, absolutely. That's good. If you are really wanting to manifest something and wanting support in that, Kels will drop in the show notes the link to apply for our retreats or for a one-on-one session where we do a lot of this deep work. Or just share with us what you're manifesting so we can celebrate you. Uh, Share it on social media. Tag us. uh, Let us celebrate you and what you're bringing to life as we celebrate what we are bringing to life this weekend that I couldn't be more excited proud of. Thank you guys so much for tuning in yet again. Get ready for the quickie, a 10 minute or less episode coming this Friday. We'll see you guys on the other side. side.